the lineage for Lexus and LGBTQ is actually older than people realize. It's it's over a decade. It probably goes back to 2010, maybe when they were just supporting HRC and GLAAD. So they always had the sensibility about equal rights. It's why Toyota Motor Corp does diversity inclusion. They have uh, supplier diversity programs, why they do multicultural. They believe it inherently. Look, it's a largely Japanese and at this point Asian Indian run company now that it's in Torrance that essentially is, you know, operating the U.S. I mean, look, they, they have to get culture as a company that operates in a foreign, you know, it's based in a foreign country. So they have to be a part of it. I, so they're immersed in it. And look, it's all facets because they're doing LGBTQ, Latino, Asian, queer. Um, so where we helped the brand make the pivot is understanding they built enough equity to now directly transact. You know, it's that notion of you have to get along before people go along, which is like you have to befriend them before they're willing to do business with you. There's, there's no secret there. So a lot of the early partnerships with GLAAD, HRC, and HRC we still do help forge those alliances. Like we support this community. Like we're behind you and let's show up so that you know this is how we would show up in market. Uh, and then the community is like, wow, like, you know, beyond Subaru, there's another major automaker who stands behind this community. So for us, it's really more of an evolution in the making. I think we really started going after the consumer in a product marketing message around uh, 2012. And we started working with what we call authentically queer operated or uh, media companies. So Q Digital was, was the first partner. Obviously, uh, it was Gay Cities at the time. Then they, you know, amalgamated and merged. We were working with Gay Ad Network. Uh, we also worked with Passport Magazine because we were buying print. And then as we morphed into digital, we did uh, a lot of program. Reverie is more of a the Out 100 is another one. Reverie is more of a late partner because they're a late entrance into the marketplace. But the commitment was always there because I think the leadership wasn't trying to forsake any of the segments per se. It's not like they, like some brands just want to do black or they just want to do Hispanic or they just wanted to do, you know, Lexus is in, you know, five swim lanes if you if you make white America a fit. Like that's, that's important. And then each segment breaks down. So we got to a point where, well, look, we can't just do LGBTQ in an ambiguous sense. We need to break down the acronym because a lot of the early foray was, you know, primarily white gay males. So I'm like, oh, you know, we gotta get les lesbians. We have to get uh, bisexual. We gotta get transgender. We gotta get into the allied, which, you know, may folks like myself. I mean, we have to unpack the entire acronym so everyone who's under the acronym sees themselves represented. And that's a very progressive notion when you start thinking about the whole idea of queer marketing. Because some people just flag waving to a broad context and it's no different than, you know, in the Latino segment, like 20 countries of origin, you can't just be all Mexican and Caribbean. You have to start getting into Colombian, Ecuadorian, Salvadorian, Peruvian, Argentinian, because that's what makes up the country. And all of those people need to see themselves. Then we had to get into the intersectionality, like everyone who identifies queer is some ethnicity. So we really got into, okay, we have to get beyond largely Caucasian in our content programs. We got to get Asian, get some black in there. So now it's like, well, they're, they're gay and Latino. You know, they're essentially, you know, queer and black. I mean, so now we're looking at the intersection of cultural by race and then the notion of how you identify in within the queer community. And again, that's an even more progressive conversation. But we told the brand, like, look, we got to keep it moving, keep it highly evolved. I think the other thing is that we started looking at, well, look, this segment isn't just about a coming out story, you know, a personal journey of discovery. Look, they're in tech, they're in gaming, 
They're startup entrepreneurs. They're in food. So then our program, you know, started dimensionalizing beyond entertainment. Like some of the recent stuff we're doing is like there, there are producers who are of the queer community. There, there are actors and actresses in the queer community. Like they present in every facet of American life like everybody else. So the brand's presence and portrayal needs to represent that. And what we're going to do is put you at the front of showing this is how it now looks now. You know, we picked a starting point, which is getting in the game and working with all the players that mattered, that had the tentholes that mattered, that would give you the currency and cachet and be an early mover. And let's be clear, this community, the queer community, loves luxury. So luxury brands are poised to win because it speaks to the sensibilities of this segment. When you start thinking about their taste and tone with food and style and cars and fashion and interior design and real estate, like luxury just gets to win more so than non-luxury. So we played into all those themes and says, look, you have an opportunity just to own Mindshare in a way that no one can catch you. In particular, if we continue to sort of outpace everybody, we just need to be diligent about constantly showcasing what it looks like in a modern day. It's part of the reason we went into gay sports, starting with uh, uh, gay tennis with Passport. Now we're doing gay polo. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's more, I don't know what's living more richly besides gay polo. I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's a pinnacle, you know, you'd have to start thinking about <laughs> Dubai, you know what I'm saying? So when you think about that, it's like in whatever the next frontier is, we're going to be there and have the brand there so that, so that people say like, wow, like that's a very progressive lens for which you have highlighted the queer conversation so that people understand this audience is immersive and will present itself everywhere. And then if you're at the brand out front, you're the brand that gets to be as immersive and present itself everywhere.